Hello and welcome to another VMware Cloud on AWS Unplugged podcast. My name is Bill Roth. I'm your host today, Director of Cloud Economics at the VMware Cloud uh, Business Unit. And today, our special guests, and I've been wanting to talk to them for a while, uh, we've got a great topic today about TAMs and technical account managers. So first guest is Sean Lambert, Staff Cloud Technical Account Manager, and also uh, John Hawes, Cloud Technical Account Manager. Welcome to you both. Thanks for having us, Bill. Yeah, thank you, Bill. You bet. So, okay, I admit to some modicum of ignorance. Sean, tell me, what's a TAM? Tell me what a TAM is and like, how does it work with the customer? Sure. So, a, you know, a TAM or technical account manager, we're a post-sales resource. So John and I are part of our professional services organization. And so because of that, we're, we're primarily customer focused, right? So as a TAM, we're, we're highly skilled advocates and a strategic advisor that we come in, work with a customer. We intimately get to know their organization, uh, not only their IT objectives, but we're also very much aligned with the business outcome. Now, the business outcome part is, is interesting because of, you know, my experience is when we go in and talk to customers about what they need to do, VMware stickers aren't on everything, right? Uh, there could be, you know, different, you know, hardware, software, and different platforms that they use. But as a VMware TAM, we're interested in what the business is doing. And so if, if it's not a VMware technology, that's fine. Because frankly, you know, at VMware, we're Switzerland, right? And so we're neutral on what the customers are using. Obviously, we want them to use our stuff as much as possible. But we'll work with whatever the customer is working with. And because they're bringing us on as a resource, you know, we're in the belief that they want us to partner and they want us to be strategic. And that's where our focus is. And that's where we really kind of shine in that our customers view us as an extension of their team. And because of that, we're able to better equip their organization with the proven methodologies, as well as exclusive tools that we have as TAMs, and be able to supply the, the additional insights that they need. Uh, one of the things that we really you know, enjoy doing is, is mitigating as much risk as possible, but then also identify areas you know, in which they can better technically align and optimize their environment. And, and some of the things that that we've done in the past, I kind of align it to being a Sherpa. I'm, I'm a big Everest fan. One of the things on my bucket list is to someday go to base camp, but I kind of align of what TAMs do is to what Sherpas do, right? And, and that we're assigned, Sherpas are assigned to a climber during an expedition, and it's their job to make sure that the, the climber gets to the summit and obviously descends safely. In the meantime, making sure that they have the food that they need, the oxygen that they need, and also as we're going up different parts of the, the mountain to make sure that they're staying away from danger, but that they're also going, you know, and ascending at a decent pace. And so that's kind of how I would describe a TAM to somebody that doesn't know. Hmm. I like the uh, Sherpa metaphor. I can see what uh, logo we're going to use for this episode. Um, yeah. So, uh, John, one for you. How how would you say a cloud TAM you know, we've got sort of regular TAMs, apparently, you know, and now we're sort of specializing in the cloud TAMs. Talk to me about how they're different uh, or how, you know, TAMs in general, uh, you know, kind of this might be different from what other folks see. Yeah, Bill. So from a, uh, a cloud TAM perspective, we're really wanting to build a close partnership within the cloud sales team, um, the, the, uh, uh, the, the different BUs within that, that we offer our cloud uh, services with as well. And, uh, and then from a support factors. Um, so really having a, a full uh, 
uh, understanding of our cloud offerings and, uh, and the tools that we're using, the services that we have and the products that we have. Uh, so that, that's one thing. But then um, we really want to come alongside the customer and, and accelerate their, their time to value uh, of whatever VMware cloud strategy they're going with. Uh, and then maximizing that value uh, so that they get the best and most out of that, that, uh, that solution. And then I think the other, the other piece to that as well is um, once we've got them in the cloud and once we've kind of optimized things, how are we going to operate that? The, the reality is uh, the, the operating model that everyone is used to from a legacy perspective is very different in the cloud uh, because it's, it, this is a shared uh, environment between the, the vendor, VMware, and the customer. Uh, so those are just a couple things from from how mm -hmm. a TAM is different from a from a, uh, a core TAM. Yeah, let me ask a couple of clarifying questions here because so it almost sounds like, I mean, are you do you live at the customer? Yeah, <laughs> you, my customer. Would you say, do. Yes, I do. <laughs> John does. Excellent. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm. I they see me as an extension of their team, and a lot of times I get pulled into into meetings. Uh, that that are not VMware related, and and so really that trusted advisor role, um, and then just being that extension to uh, what they're doing every single day, and and uh, so that's that's where I'm at with my customer. Yeah, let me let me go into that a little bit more about what you know, Bill and Johnny just kind of oh. reminded me of something. So you know, as Tams inside of, of VMware, we're we're really we're aligned with the customer based on how much of our time that they need, right? So we operate on the model of there's five days in a business week. And so depending on what customer needs are, they can have a TAM for one day a week, two and a half days a week, or, you know, every day all week for, you know, a certain amount of time, depending on, on how much they want to have. And so, you know, John's model to, to his point is, is very much kind of what we call a dedicated TAM and that he's in there day in, day out, and the customer gets all of John's time. Uh, the customers that I'm currently serving right now, you know, they have a couple that have a, you know, I guess half of my time as you would consider. And so I'm in the, I'm in the weeds for two different customers. I still have the relationship, you know, uh, with both of them, but because we're both under the understanding from a customer and TAM standpoint that depending on how much time they're willing to, you know, they need from me is how much I give. Uh -huh. And so that's kind of the different models and that customers don't have to go all in on everything if they don't feel they have the cycles to, to burn, but we'll, we'll definitely work with the customer based on what we see that their, their needs are, you know, at that time. Now, do you set up based on a project or do I get a TAM for three months, six months, a year, or is it I'm tied a certain number of hours to a particular project? How, how does that work? Right. So in, in my experience up to this, this point, so the answer the, the, I guess the second half of the question first is that we are purchased either, you know, most of the, we, we prefer a year at a time. We'll take two years. We'll even take three years. You know, we'd love five in some situations, right? But our, our preference is, is that, you know, it's, it's a year up front Got it. because of the, you know, it, just like onboarding yourself as an employee, it takes time to understand who you're working with, what those personalities are, what those strategic uh. objectives are and things of that nature. And so from my seat, you know, I will do whatever the customer wants me to do with however many projects they have. It just comes up to how many cycles can I give you in a week? If you, if you have seven projects and each of them require for, you know, two or three days, then you're probably going to need me to two and a half days a week. Maybe you'll need me at five. And so, 
we very much will align to projects, but what we find out is as we start going into the customer and providing value and mitigating the risks and do some of the other things that John has already talked about, we really start becoming even more valuable. And then they realize that they need more of the TAM time to be able to accomplish those other projects. And so when we come in, we, we actually are able to, to help bring other teams together for you know, their common business and IT objectives in which we end up spending even more time uh, based on what those projects are. Got it. So a little bit of a loaded question. Um, what's the difference? So if you read Amazon's literature, they say they have a TAM. Is it the mm -hmm. same thing as we're providing as a TAM? Is it the same kind of full kind of function, uh, you know, on-site resource? Uh, I, I would say yes and a lot of no. So the way that, to my understanding, you know, and John and I both work with AWS TAMs as well but you know, TAMs are assigned to basically how much AWS you're actually consuming. And there are some AWS customers that we work with that have as many as like three or four TAMs, just because based on how much you're consuming, then we're gonna give you a TAM for X amount of, of your spend, for example. And in, in my experience, the TAMs that I've worked with at AWS, they're, they're very focused on you know, kind of the, the supportability of the service. And if you're having issues with EC2 or S3 or you know, EFS and some of those other services, the TAM is going to help and help align triage and, and discover what went wrong if you have an outage and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, on the VMware side, I would say that we're much more, you know, business oriented, strategic objectives. You know, we're helped with IT. We do help with support, but we're much more focused on the customer relationship and building business value back to the customer with that investment. Huh. John, I, so, I know you have more to add. Or unless, Bill, you got to follow yeah, up. Yeah, no, John, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to add that um, you know we're we're there to help the 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 customer on their journey uh, to go back to to Sean's uh, example of a Sherpa. Um, so you know, oftentimes we have to stay ahead um, um, of the of technology and then help the customer uh, navigate around those things. And and so you know, we're really working on adoption, accelerating uh, the time to value, like like Sean said, maximizing. Um, you know, they're, they're valued, those type of things where, where the, uh, the AWS TAMs that I've worked with, you know, like Sean said, they're, they're really focused on making sure that the service is operating, uh, that, that if there are any, uh, support incidences that, that they're, uh, tackling those. And, um, so it's, it's, uh, it's still a critical role, uh, for our customer, for our, for our VMC customers. Um, uh, you, but you need both, you need the strategic right. and you need the tactical. Right. So it sounds like, I mean, in essence, the, what Amazon is doing is more of a support account manager, whereas you're providing deep technical expertise and activity on the ground, you know, as well as making sure the customer is generally happy. That's correct. Yep. Excellent. Yep. Yep. So uh, talk to me about, so generally, let's talk about TAMs generally first, and then, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll migrate over to the cloud. But I mean, generally, does a TAM have to know every single product or are there specialists? <laughs> I would, I would say, you know, five years ago, yeah, <laughs> right? It was vSphere, vCenter, maybe a little bit of vROPS, yeah. and uh, off you go. Uh, but with all the acquisitions and everything, you know, how big VMware's gotten, it's really hard to be an expert in everything. And so, you know, we, we currently have, you know, if you include the cloud TAM, we've got, you know, your technical account manager, you've got your cloud technical account manager, and then you have your network and security TAM, which is very much, you know, NSX focused, and then you have your vSAN TAM as well. So right now we have, you know, I guess one core TAM offering, if you will, and then we have three specialist roles. 
Got and it. So, so it's very much like the, the way the sales force is organized in some yep, ways. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah, we, we try to and stay as much aligned as with sales, you know, with that as, as in our core account teams as, as possible. And, and a lot of times you will find teams that are, you know, an, an inch deep and a mile long and know everything about every, you know, every little piece. Um, but from our perspective too, you know, as we've continued to, to gain and, and, and buy more products and, and build more products, um, we, we look at from a TAM perspective that TAM is a service. And so we are a TAM team uh, working together to help our customers and uh, succeed and, and, uh, and move forward. Got it. Well, let's and talk about sort of, sir, go ahead. You had something. No, I was going to say, and to John's point, one of the things that we really, you know, there's about 700 of us in the world now, probably more. And wow. uh, one of the things that we're really able to do is if, you know, if, if I have a, a question from a customer and I really don't know the answer, I can bring in, you know, other parts of the business to be able to answer those questions. But if it, it has to do with kind of a, what's your customer doing, where are other customers doing those types of conversations, we're able to re reach out through our TAM network and bring in other TAMs that can answer the direct uh, question directly. And there's even cases to where, you know, we'll broker conversations between two customers that are having similar questions. We'll bring them in and, you know, we'll, we'll kind of form that, that networking piece on behalf of our customers as well. Cool. So uh, you've talked about the specializations. Talk to me about what products and services the cloud TAMs cover. Sure. So, you know, a lot of the, you know, we're on the, the VMware cloud on AWS Unplugged pod, podcast, but, you know, we're- Yeah, we're, please lead with that, will you? Because yeah, it is so, in the yeah, headline. Absolutely. And, and, it, and you know, and, and rightly so. I mean, this, the, the partnership that we have with AWS, the momentum that we have in the market, obviously, and the fact that we're partnered with AWS and we, we control the stack top to bottom, VMware Cloud on AWS is obviously what we're leading with just because of the partnership and the adoption that we have. That being said, as the other hyperscalers are coming on board, you know, one excitement, one, I got my words back there, backwards there, but one partnership that I'm really excited about is, you know, Azure VMware Solutions, the fact that, you know, Cloud Simple, you know, got bought by Google and now Azure's coming out with their own offering. So, you know, we'll, we'll we're aligned with, with AVS as it's called, you know, and then we have Google Cloud VMware Engine or GCVE. That's another product and service that we cover. And then if, if you've been following, you know, the, the VMware, you know, kind, kind of roadmap of what we're doing with all of our tried and true on-prem products with vRealize operations and automation and the vRealize suite and those products, we're bringing all of those to cloud now. And because those are going to be a cloud service, John and I are also focused in Tanzu observability by Wavefront, Login Site Cloud, Network Insight Cloud, Operations Cloud, and essentially the entire cloud services portfolio is where our focus is going to be as a cloud TAM. Excellent. Excellent. Glad to hear that my two former products, Wavefront and Login Site, are going to be well represented. Yeah, they are. And, you know, John, I know you want to probably jump on this as well but to your point you know you get a certain kind of minimum release package if you will with with vRealize login site cloud so if you're a vmware cloud and aws customer you get login site cloud and so john and i work with customers on how do you leverage this capability that you may or may not have and had in the past you get it with vmware cloud and aws so that's something that, that's awesome another thing that, that customers are really benefiting from is tanzu observability by wavefront i still personally think that I know that it's in the Tanzu portfolio, but it does so much more than just what it can do with the Tanzu platform or the Tanzu right. portfolio, right? We're using it with VMware Cloud on AWS. 
And then one thing that you know isn't even mentioned here is HCX. HCX is probably one of the coolest technologies that we've come out with in a long time, you know, in light of everything else. But HCX is awesome. And John and I are working every day with customers leveraging HCX to get their workloads from their on-premise and their data centers and to get them into VMware Cloud on AWS. HCX is the vehicle. And, and, you, and, and go ahead, other, John. You, you know, the other piece to that too is when when you go to a customer and and they're going all in with AWS, most of the time uh, they don't even know what their applications are doing, who it's who they're talking to, where their database servers are, and and so for for uh, uh, for my customer especially, we are we're having to engage with them on a network with with uh, vRealize Network Insight and being able to to understand their applications and their application mappings and their application dependencies and will this actually run in VMC and, and if it does, then what are those connections going to look like? And, you know, the, the whole gamut from a network uh, perspective and, and from a cloud TAM side, we're, we're in the middle of all of that. You know, you bring up a really good point. Uh, network Insight, we, in our cloud economics practice, we, we often recommend customer will ask, well, how do I calculate egress? What's, what am I going to, yeah. you know, you got to pay yeah. when bytes leave the uh, yeah. mm -hmm. region. Honestly, there's no, there's no better tool. If you want okay, to model right. that out and understand what your cost, because those costs can sneak up on you, uh, yes. you can trust me on that because I'm an economist. Yep. Network Insight is the way to is the way to do that. Yeah, and if we can come back to that cost piece, Bill, one of the things yeah. that I'm really excited for and waited with bated breath is for Cloud Health to fully come on board with with VMware Cloud on AWS. I, mm -hmm. I can't wait. Me either. We know those guys are working hard, but yep. uh, they're doing a they're doing a ton of work, and and yes, I know are. it's going to be great when they uh, when it comes out. Yep. Um. So let me throw out, give you a kind of a jazz question where you can riff. Like, what are the top three qu reasons why I need a cloud TAM? If uh, if my organization has a cloud strategy, what, what would you say to that? Sure. Because we'll we're awesome. Yep, no That's more. Number we're one, done. two, and three. Yeah, awesome, done. awesome, yep, awesome. Done. Drop yep, them done. Okay, yep. but let's, then let's no. go for four, five, and six. Yeah, sure. So if we go four, five, and six, or otherwise known as one, two, three, you know, the first one that I would definitely go into is the ease of onboarding, you know, for example, on our VMware Cloud platforms. I'm using VMware Cloud on AWS as an example because that's where we've really shined, but it's really onboarding to any of the cloud platforms is, is the number one reason why you want a cloud TAM. The second one that we've really gotten into once a customer gets on is, okay, now do we, what do we do with day two? Because this is a service and it's not on-prem, there's certain, you know, I guess levers and, and knobs that you can turn and twist and things of that nature, but there's other ones that you can as much because it's a service. And so we're helping customers better understand how they can oper operationalize their SDDCs around cloud because it's not the same model and so operationalizing of day two is something that we're really really heavy into at this point uh, the third piece is really being able to provide the business units as well as the customer with immediate feedback opportunities around all the vmware cloud products especially to those product managers so that the product managers can gain insight the customer can gain insight and then the product and services roadmaps are better defined because we have customers that we're bringing into conversations to further develop. Uh, the, the great thing about that we've talked, the great thing that we've discussed around cloud technologies, especially VMware Cloud on AWS, for example, is that we're putting the newest code into VMware Cloud on AWS, right? And then we're releasing it on-prem. One of the coolest things, you know, when, when I think it was 1.0, 
7 or 1.8 came out, we got to see vCenter, you know, version 7 running in VMC when only the customer on-prem had 6.7. So how cool is that that we're releasing code into cloud before releasing it on-prem? And customers that have a cloud TAM be, will be able to continue to provide that immediate feedback and really drive the strategic roadmaps of where VMware is going because the cloud TAM is able to broker those types of conversations. Awesome. Those, are my, those are my top three, John. What do you think? Those work? I like them. Those are good. Excellent. Okay, so imagine the millions of listeners that listen to VMware Cloud on AWS uh, unplugged have gone through this. They see the value. They realize that having a TAM is superpower. This is your wonder twin ring. This is the thing that can help you succeed more broadly. How do they get a TAM? How does, how does yes. one get a TAM? What do you got to yeah. do? How, how do I get me one of these? Yeah, yes. absolutely. So, so work with your VMware account team. Um, and they, they should have a, a ton of information. We've got some documentation already uh, that the account teams have been given. Um, and then if, if you don't have a VMware account team, you can hit us up on social media as well. Yeah, so we've got, you know, our three, I guess, social media platform that we use we got we use three so we have twitter which is at vmware tam that's our handle there and then we have a facebook account which is vmware TAM, technical account services or technical account manager services and then we also have a linkedin group that's the same for vmware technical account manager services so yeah we're, we're on social media but again account team's the quickest way to get there but uh you know if you can't get there with your account team obviously you can go to the vmware website as well and look up professional services and just search for technical account manager all of our information's there as well as on, on social media, like John said. Excellent. At VMware Tam or listeners, if you have an issue, email me and I'll get you there. We you do not have to go another day without a TAM. So for uh, John Hawes and Sean Lambert and myself, this is Bill Roth. Uh, I want to say thank you for listening to another episode of VMware Cloud on AWS Unplugged, our topic this week was everything related to our TAM or technical account manager offer, offering. Thanks, and we'll talk to you next time.